0: On 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today.
1: If only I could go. With a deliberate pause. It's it's five it. minutes after six here on. <laughs> was, that a, was that a pregnant pause? <laughs> a deliberate pause. Oh, okay. Your deliberate <laughs> mistake for the yeah. day. My deliberate mistake for the day. <laughs> I'll pay uh, I'll pay credit to uh, John Laws for that. Right.
2: Good. <laughs> uh, just uh, before we go to Mark Bernaysi, i got to mention we've got a couple of specials at work. Uh, We're starting to get of stock through. So uh, I task Lee... This week with uh, giving me a couple of good deals for our high tide uh, listeners, and uh, if you're after a runabout, a 4.81 Stacer, which is nice size, nice size yeah. nice, nice family, with a 70 horsepower Yamaha on it, with canopy, and rego, safety gear, sounder, all that sort of stuff, $37,990, it's about five or six thousand dollars off. Okay,
1: good saving. So if you look
2: at it everywhere else in around Australia, you can go on to Google and have a look. You'll find it's very cheap.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, also the four nine nine Wild Rider, which is a bow rider, so nice family boat. Mm. which is uh, good with a 90-horsepower Suzuki on it. Again, with a canopy sounder, it's got the all the gear with it, safety gear, red jays, everything, all the niceties on it, $44,990. And we did our homework on those, and you're paying around fifty or $52,000 for it most places at the
1: moment. So there's a couple of good specials there on the stasis. We've put up on the website now, but there are limited numbers. Car dealers say on-road, including on-road cost. Do you say including on-water costs?
2: Yeah, well, it's, it's water and and car, um, road, and as well. road as well. So we just say registrations. Registrations.
1: That's easy. Because
2: yeah. on road costs, they, they charge you a set up fee as well, type of deal or delivery yeah. fees. That's all included. We just build that into the price. Into the price. Yeah. So you're getting an all up cost of what's actually going to cost you to walk it what? The only thing we don't include is insurance. Yeah, well, fair enough. So, because it depends on who you want to insure with and what you do. We recommend Club Marine. Uh, because and they're owned by Allianz. Yeah, uh, they're specific to marine, and they're
1: quite good. Well, I use Allianz for pretty much everything. Yeah. to be honest with you, yeah. um, all of my you know vehicle registrations, uh, uh, vehicle insurance, and other insurances. Yeah, uh, like you have to have insurances of massage therapists. Yeah. You know, work related. Yeah. um, insurances. And they're all, they're pretty good. I find them pretty good. Anyway.
2: Yeah, our business packs with them, so yeah, it's quite good. But, yeah, look, like, so there's a couple of nice deals. Finance is available. Uh, we can arrange that for you. But, yeah, 481, so runabout, family runabout for $37,990 or the bow rider, the 499, for $44,990. BlakeSmarine.com.au. Hmm. Okay, let's go to
1: a member for the, no, he's not there. No, no, see, look, you, you, you're going off all excited. You get on a little roll, you look on a run sheet and you just. I, I, didn't, look, I didn't look at the screen. Yeah. No, Mark, having a trouble getting Mark at the moment. Well, you get that. Hmm. Nothing. You do we better. might go to Swanee, I think. We might try and catch up with oh, Swanee. You get him out of bed have, early. Okay. A, get him out of bed early, and oh, have a chat. Oh dear, you're getting into trouble. Do you reckon I'll get into trouble? Oh, did you clear it out with Kieran first? Well, he's not here. Kieran's playing baseball. He's well, ca- he's watching. <laughs> if he's awake, <laughs> he was he was watching yesterday and blowing up because his grandson hit one and the umpire called it a foul. Yes, and that was pretty much what was coming out of Kieran's mouth at the time. Oh, he didn't. Oh. I don't think he agreed. That doesn't sound like Kieran.
2: <laughs> Fishing report for Foster Town, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Luke Austin, Great Lakes Tackle six five five four nine five four one, and um, thing, he said things are feeling awfully wintry here in the Great Lakes. We usually enjoy mild temperatures throughout May with the odd warm day in between. Not this year. The long range forecasts are not predicting many more days above twenty degrees over the coming month. What's wrong with twenty degrees?
1: I prefer
2: thirty well, do you know what icer is the international standard day the the international thing for a normal day temperature is fifteen degrees mm. that's ISA. so you know it's we're we're blessed. imagine living in Scotland or England a thousand years ago and walking
1: around barefooted all the time yeah i watch the I watch the Nordic people going sailing in <laughs> it's snowing in. yeah and, and they've got snow and more importantly ice. Yeah. on the deck of their boat. and I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm not interested in that. Okay. I'll come back
2: to that report a little while. We've got Swanny, We've woken you yeah. up yeah. Am I in trouble? You are. Good, good morning, morning Swanny.
3: <laughs>
4: good
2: morning. How are you, boys? Oh, we're good. Is Yvonne a happy camper this morning? Yeah, so, Swanny. So, sw- oh, that's right. The Dragons had their first win in how many years?
4: Oh, God, I don't remember now. <laughs> how many
2: years? <laughs> I guess what I did not take them in our footy top. Oh, no, but Yvonne, uh, Paramount got up over south.
4: I've yeah. got, got, got three out of three. So, oh, well done. Yeah.
2: How did Kieran go? Um, I don't know.
4: Yeah, he, didn't take, he didn't take the ills, I don't think. No. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 Oh, that's good. Now, how, uh,
2: it's been nice and
1: peaceful without him up there. You've had a, half a oh, week without him?
4: We're having a rest,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's their version of respite. <laughs> Get rid of Kieran for a week. <laughs>
3: Oh, I
4: miss him. I miss him with the football. Yeah, uh, we have got someone
3: to argue with.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's not—he doesn't give a,
1: a biased opinion or when he's watching, does he? Oh
3: no,
1: oh, not much. <laughs> <laughs> if you miss him, I can—I can always throw out, you know, his quotes. The referee's an idiot. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's yeah. What you after the bike riders? Who's who's coaching this team? He needs to be sacked. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very similar to that, but <laughs> with a few f bombs. <laughs> <laughs> now,
2: how's, how's the fishing up there?
4: Well, we've had uh, a little bit of a, a windy sort of a start to the week, but uh, yesterday wasn't too bad. We had friends up from Pacific Farms, Mark and Zara, they come up every year, or Zana I should say, and uh, we go over to the Alexander Headland uh, Surf Club and, and have lunch and a few cleansing ales with them, and... Uh, we had a nice afternoon overlooking the bay and uh, around about half a metre of sea, and water temps are still around 22. And there were quite a few in swimming and enjoying it, but uh, around about half past one, the uh, southwester kicked in, and uh, little tinnies come from everywhere from fishing out wide, so there's quite a few out there uh, fishing, and then uh, a couple of charter boats heading out for afternoon fishing. And they've been getting some nice snapper on the close-in roost, uh, a few pearlies, and they should do, only improve over the next few months of the winter run, uh, on the, their spawning run on the close-in reefs. Um, Yeah, um, it was interesting to watch all the boats that were out there, actually. I thought, you know, it was a, it was a bit ordinary out on the horizon. You could see a bit of bump out there, so I'd say they'd be all fishing close-in roost. Anyhow... Uh, yeah, off the beaches, it's been a little bit quiet. There's a few brims starting to show up. Um, the river's sort of quietened down a bit now. It's starting to cool down the water. We've so got about nine degrees up here this morning, uh, single digits. It's been a really cool week, actually. Um, crabs hit and miss. i got a couple earlier in the week, but uh, I put the pot out the other night hoping to get a few. Um, Few more, and uh, I ended up with just the one journey, throwback journey, and uh, yeah, so they're quieting down a little bit. They might go all right on the next full moon, I hope. And anyway, there's a few flooded in the river, they get a the few flooded. Uh, the brim run started um, everywhere from sort of bye by down through the cod hole right down to uh, Channel Island and the Black Banks. So uh, if you want uh, a feed of brim, uh, strips of mullet seem to be the go at the moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah it, mate. there's a few uh, golden trevally on uh, soft plastics, uh, some nice fish too, one about three and a half kilo caught the other day. Um, yeah, it's a bit there for everyone to have a bit of fun. That's good. So, and today's going to be an absolute cracker, I reckon. It's uh, light and variable wind, so if you're heading offshore, you shouldn't have any problem. Okay. Uh, westerly tomorrow, I think, they said it's going to kick into a bit of a westerly tomorrow, which will be all right uh, Heading out there, but uh, coming punching back in from out wide into a Westley, they're a little bit, a uh, uh, little bit uncomfortable. But uh, yeah, today might be the pick of it, I'd say, and uh, plenty of boats will be out there taking advantage of it. There's a few blue marlin too being caught, so um, they're almost coming to the end of the run there. So yeah, um, I know Joe got one the other week, and there's been a couple caught on the marlin grounds uh, earlier in the week. Uh, yeah.
2: What about crabs?
4: Uh, well, I just said they are you know, they've quieted down a bit, but uh, um, you, you should be able to still kick in the feed in the deeper holes in the river. And, uh, get, see, I only put the one pot in, so it's a bit hard to get a measure on them, but uh, yeah. yeah, but as um, like I said, next full moon, I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have to get it in, actually. I got some mullet off me, mate, in Fishman's Road yesterday, some bait mullet, so um I'll be popping the uh, pot in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday probably for three days because uh, Mark and Zona are coming over and staying with us overnight on Thursday. And we're going to have a bang-up bang feed of fish. I've got some gold band snapper there. I'm going to turn into fish pieces. I've got some calamari. I'm going to turn into calamari, and uh, and uh, I'll get some green corals.
2: What time do uh, you uh, want me
4: there? Um, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You yeah.
2: notice he puts this on because Kieran's not there? yeah. He's smart. uh, (laughs) uh, Your food bill's gone down. (laughs) (laughs) Also, your alcohol bill's gone down.
4: (laughs) Yeah, no, we're lucky, actually, uh, one of the neighbours, knows a like with a trawler from up in Canberra. Oh, good, beautiful. uh, And uh, we get a five-kilo box of uh, big, huge green pollen uh, for $15 a kilo.
2: Beautiful. Wow, Uh, Lovely.
4: That's that's cost price for her, yeah. for her and then yeah. we get some off her. Yeah, uh, we mind the we mind dogs. So we look after puppy dog. Yeah, we look after a dog, snooks, and uh, yeah, uh, we get the we get the big uh, I mean big mate, the prawn cutlets, half a dozen prawn cutlets, and you're done. Oh, I haven't
1: had that in ages. <laughs> Yummy! Oh, you got me <laughs> salivating.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> and I'll tell you what he does. Too. He does make some um, crab
2: spring rolls. Yeah, crab oh. Tell you what's nice too, crab omelette. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was crab omelette. Yeah,
3: yeah,
4: crab prawn and crab omelette. Yeah, make the sauce too, yeah. But with
1: crab, not like the crab sticks. No, 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 no real crabs. No, okay. no, not
4: that extruded crab.
2: stuff. Real yeah. crab. <laughs> okay, Swanee and Eamon, thank you very much. You have a great weekend. Bye. Very well,
4: yeah.
3: Thank
2: you, fellas. Okay. Thanks for that. All right, then. Bye. See you next week. Okay. So and Levan—they're like
1: happy up there. Kira's up there. That sounds like the place to be at the moment. That sounds like a hell of a. Uh, that that sounds better than the feed you sent through from. Sake. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I was thinking from. Uh, uh, Wollongong. What is it? Shoalhaven. Oh yeah, Shoalhaven no, no, the, 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 yeah. uh, the Waterfront Tavern. Waterfront Tavern. No, that, that was it. that was a big seafood place. Oh, that, that was good. That, that's that's what you. That's a platter. A it platter's was, it, supposed it, to be like that. It was
2: that. about nine hundred mil round.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, and and w- was there anything seasonally that wasn't on there? No, everything was on there. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do it, you've got to do it properly, right? That's right. It was quite reasonably priced too for what it is. Uh, I was happy with it. We right better take a break, Mister High Let's see how my High, high, high Tide at seventeen minutes past six. Yeah, time isn't it? Talking Sport.
3: I listen to Talking Sport because you guys discuss team dynamics better than anyone, and the seasons are just starting to get cracking, so we're seeing some form and we're looking towards grand final day. But I mm-hmm. also listen to Talking Sport because they're mate. mate. We just love the passion. That's mm. why I listen to Talking Sport. Good on you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Weekdays from three.
3: Worried about you, Peppy? Are
1: you increasingly
3: worried? <laughs> you know, you're a relatively young man, but you just get so cranky at times. Mm-hmm. Graham, does he walk outside and shout at passing clouds?
1: Do you know how they say, you know, go hard... Or go home and all that. Oh, yeah. They seriously underestimate my desire to go home.
5: <laughs> this is 2SM. Ah, good afternoon, boys. You're, you're like a uh, psychiatrist, the three of you. I've never been to a psychiatrist, by the way, but I'm mm. just letting you know that's
3: how uh, soothing...
2: The invoice is on its way. Yes.
3: Yeah. Mate, I'm, I'm laying in hospital with my wife, actually. We're both in here. I come in on Friday and it collapsed and so... And the doctor said to me, so I said, it's the stress the people on the radio put on me. <laughs> Talking <laughs> Sport. Weekdays from three.
2: You
0: know, a flat tyre is no problem at all when you carry the amazing Easy Jack in the boot of your car. With Easy Jack, you can raise and lower the height of your vehicle at the push of a button. Easy Jack comes with its own rattle gun so you can loosen and tighten those hard-to-budge wheel nuts. Easy Jack simply plugs into your car's 12-volt power source. So go to Easy Jack, that's dot A U, or phone Rebecca on 0427
3: The world needs natural resources to build and power our future. For 25 years, Glencore has mined the coal, metals and minerals that advance everyday life, that power our homes and businesses and are used in almost everything around us, from electric cars to smartphones and smart homes, making Glencore one of the world's largest mining companies you've probably never heard of. For more, visit
2: glencore.com.au. Glencore. Advancing everyday life.
3: Hey, it's Ash Barty. Australian Made Week has just kicked off.
5: Now is the time to champion and celebrate our local makers and growers. Buying authentic Aussie products with the Australian Made logo helps boost our economy, supports local businesses and creates jobs right across the country. So, whether you're doing your weekly shop or buying a gift for someone special, let's back team Australian Made and look for products carrying the trusted green and gold kangaroo. Because Australian Made makes Australia.
0: Trying to get to footy training on time. Leaving early to avoid peak hour traffic. Grabbing those last minute ingredients for tonight's dinner. Do it safely and with confidence on Maxus Tyres. Designed and built for delivering performance when you want it and safety when you need it. Maxis Tyres deliver great value without compromising on safety. Maxis Tyres. Find out more today at maxistires.com.au That's M-A-X-X-I-S maxistires.com.au
2: Listen to 2SM online.
5: 2SMsupernetwork.com
0: more of high tide on 2sm and the super network thanks to
1: shimano tomorrow's tackle today 20 minutes after six here on high tide not looking too bad out there today certainly today the day to get out you don't want to be uh heading out tomorrow it's looking pretty chunky wind wise uh, as i said down off Naruma. Chunky. that's one
2: way of calling it yeah
1: 35 knots and gusting 54 Yes. Not bad? You're not good. You'd be reefing pretty hard. Actually, you wouldn't be running any sails in that. You'd still be tearing along at about six knots, I dare say. Storm sails. Yeah. Orange storm sails. Orange storm sails. Saw a few of those during the week because, as you know, I'm in the market. <laughs> 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 oh,
2: oh, this yacht's never going to go. Uh, uh, it's going to be like the SS Minnow. You I on the beach with a hole on the side of it. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, there was almost a motor that became a second mooring for me. <laughs> but I've got it going now, so it's it's got a reprieve. Hang on, hang on. You got it going once? No, actually, I got it going a couple of times. I was <laughs> I was awake to that. I, and my um my my landlords let me leave it sit has let me let leave uh, left. Well, You're I'm worse than me. I'm struggling today. It's worse than me. It's set up in the garage, is what I'm trying to say. i are going stand. to start on a stand. No, actually, on on the side of his bench, and we're going to start it every second day to make sure. You're but getting... all I wanted to do is, is, I bought the, I bought it as a cheapie. I know what it is. I mean, all I want to do is get on and off a mooring once. If it does that, by the time summer comes around, I'll have my Suzuki or something like that, something proper. <laughs> Because you need it to be reliable, but this served a cause. Uh,
2: you got it in a drum of water, or how are you are running
1: it? In a drum of water. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Why?
2: No, just make sure you're not going to burn the water
1: pump out of that, was all. <laughs> you think on that dumb? Yeah, actually, that's uh, probably a fair a fair, comment. <laughs> fair comment. Fair <laughs> comment. Fair <laughs> comment. You can buy those little clamp things that go, but I thought a bucket's, bucket's are better go. Bucket's good. That just way, you guaranteed. Don't put it into gear. It goes out of there very quickly. No? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's actually, the, the bucket's quite good, because the... Um, the, the outplay runs straight back into the bucket. Yeah. So it's, no, it's all right. As long as it, it's above the gearbox so that uh, the water pump's underwater. Oh, yeah. Much no, it's, it's way down, way down. I'm not taking any more risks. <laughs>
2: Back to Foster Town Curry report. Where we got a... Uh,
1: I only did it for your entertainment.
2: I know that. Thank you. And look, they're saying the local brim up there around Foster Tun Curry in these chilly southwesterly winds have uh, seen big numbers of solid fish move into the estuary and settle down around the rock walls, jetties and bridge pylons. Anglers chasing fish further up the weed beds have reported an obvious uh, change recently with a lot of small fish schooled up but not many fish over the 25 centimetre mark. On the flip side, anglers floating baits and throwing small plastics in the lower reaches have been having a ball with loads of fish in the 28 to 30 centimetre mark, so they're legal, and plenty of solid fish mixed in. Uh, Luke snuck out for a quick flick on Thursday and had way too much fun throwing plastics on light gear at fish skilled up and toned carry rock wall. It was an insane session with loads of action. Uh, Flathead have also uh, changed noticeably with the cooler weather. There are still plenty of good fish to be caught, but you'll need to move up into the system a bit to find the decent numbers. Instead of looking for brim up the rivers and on the weed beds and sand flats down south, uh, throw three to four inch plastics or hard bodies around and you'll be amazed how many flathead have moved up there now. Uh, This year's Ludwig season is yet to kick off in earnest. Uh, however, after seeing a lot of fish starting to school up in, near the rock pool in Tonkari, uh, it won't be long until the Ludwig fever kicks in. Anglers have had an early crack at this, saying the fish are finding that they're finding a mostly in the small size, uh, just resident fish rather than the big bronzies that we all love to chase. Reports from the beach continue to be all over the place. With the cool temperatures and offshore winds, uh, a lot of beach anglers are now firmly fixed on chasing Taylor. The average side of the fish getting, uh, it's really nice at the moment, most fish in the 35 to 60 centimetre range, along with the odd monster mixed in as well. Uh, finding the schools of fish have been tough though, uh, with anglers reporting a bit of uh, "there one day go on the next type pattern. While there hasn't been any uh, standout beaches, heading south will give you the best chance of finding them and I'll be trying the southern half of 7 mile beach to begin with. If you're struggling to find much joy with the tailor, don't be scared to downsize the gear and have a go for a few brimmers. There are plenty of solid fish hanging around in most decent-looking gutters. Unfortunately, even though the water is still up around the 19 to 20 degree mark, it would seem the whiting season is all over. Reports from the stones have been very uh, wintry. Anglers are having fun tangled with the odd uh, solid tail and salmon off most headlands and ledges. Even casting from the rocks close to town have uh, been worth a go with the southern and northern ends of One Mile Beach, proving to be particularly fruitful this week. There's been a few drummer getting there in the washes, along with some very nice Brim and Luderek. Getting offshore, it's not been easy of late, but there's been enough days in the mix to get out for a bit of a look, and uh, there's definitely some good fish getting out there. Snapper have been uh, very interesting over the past couple of weeks. For some reason, the reefs in the 25 to 50 metre mark have been extremely quiet with only the odd fish being caught from these depths. Instead, anglers are finding some really nice fish and great numbers of fish holding right up close in the shallow wash zones. Fishing for reds in the wash is awesome fun and it never ceases to amaze me how many big fish can be holding up so close to shore. Alternatively, boats that have headed south and uh, fish in the deeper stuff 80 metres plus have found some great fish with mixed bags of snapper, trag and the odd pearl perch making up most of the catches. Unfortunately, the fad went walkabout during the recent battle swell. Um, there's still patches of mahi mahi out there. And if you're lucky enough to come across a fish trap boy, it's definitely worth checking out. So that's Luke Austin, Great Lakes Tackle at Ton six five five four nine five four one, The Fisherman's Tackle Store, family owned and operated and proudly independent for over 35 years.
1: So there's another fad floating around somewhere. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it might even get to float around.
1: I'm just thinking to myself. Um Anytime I ask you a question off here, you go read the instructions. I'm going to bring you the instructions in for the parson. I, right. I want you to have a read of them. They're great. Oh yeah. I don't know who wrote them.
2: Well, it's interesting on any in Japanese or some of those countries in the way it when you convert to English. It's,
1: it's entertaining. <laughs> it's so entertaining. A, a friend of mine once bought you know the you know the uh, the the heat seats the seat heaters for the seats that plug into your cigarette lighter. Yeah. Oh, and reading the instructions for that with God. We got weeks and weeks of entertainment out of that. It was so much fun. Hang on, what do you got you just plug it in? What else are you got to do? You got to there was there was a um, something I like, I'm going to use the incorrect word, but I'm going to be pretty pretty close. They there was a warning be careful of the fritzits. The franzids. Yeah. What's a fritzit? yet to determine that it's been about 7 years since i read it but it's like the what's it's a, it's a bad thing apparently <laughs> oh, a bad thing bad thing but yeah the the interpretations are brilliant absolutely brilliant we'll take a break here on high tide it's 28 minutes after 6
0: Join almost 4 million Australians and prepare for life with Bupa, Canstar's outstanding value health insurance for 2022. Search Bupa health insurance today. Bupa, because life happens.
1: Imagine a beautiful, clear day out on the water. Now add wind, heavy rain and a severe drop in temperature. Add a rising icy swell and the onset of darkness add storm clouds and lightning. The weather can rapidly change conditions. It's important that you plan ahead, keep checking the weather and wear a life jacket every time you're out on the water. Wear a life jacket. Don't risk your life. A message from the New South Wales Government.
3: You're such a loser. Over 340,000 school kids will be bullied this year and won't tell anyone. Do it, do it, do it.
1: With a 24 hour support line, anti bullying
3: school workshops, and online resources, Dolly's Dream will help as many kids as possible. But they need your support. Donate to Dolly's Dream at
1: doitfordollyday.org.au to help break the silence around bullying.
0: From sailboats to yachts to jet skis, Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle. And they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392 182. What the best deal on tyres? Choose Hankook Tyres. Engineered for excellence in safety, performance and reliability, Hankook tyres save fuel. Visit your nearest Hankook dealer today.
3: Conferences and corporate golf days that will really impress your guests are part of the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Not one, not two, but three functional conference spaces and a contemporary clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green. Make Twin Creeks your ideal conference or corporate golf day venue. To find out more, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Helpful
1: Function staff on 9670 8888.
0: Polaris. End of financial year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar crew. Get 2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approve purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris. Think outside. Think outside. This is 2SM Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network.
1: Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It's It's 29 minutes away from 7 at 7 o'clock. We'll update the Super Radio Network news for you and we'll say goodbye too. Yeah, till tomorrow. Till tomorrow. Got a big show lined up for tomorrow too. It'll be a lot of fun. Is it? Who have we got tomorrow? Paul Burke have well, PJ and PJ will be getting political based on what he said to us this morning.
2: Yes, about that, um, you know, want a, a no-take zone
1: yeah. so a couple of swimmers can
2: swim without worrying about yeah. fishermen.
1: Yeah, I think that's a fair call. If you know, a couple of people want to go out swimming, we should ban fishing on the beach. So, do you think should... I've got. A, I'm going to put up a uh, campaign to try and ban boats, yeah. power boats power on pit water, so I can sail. It's your name, Bob Carr. <laughs> <laughs> He did that with jet skis. Oh <laughs> well, speaking, speaking of jet skis, <laughs> we're about to find out some safety tips. I'm just so disappointed what? that Kieran isn't here. Oh, no. <laughs> Transport <laughs> Roads and Maritime Spot, BSO. Adrian
2: Melkor, I think it is. Is that correct, Adrian? Yeah, mate. I'm, I'm the Boating Education Officer. BEO. Okay. <laughs> BEO. No. Yeah, Boating yeah, Education Officer, not a BSO.
3: Yep. No, no, they,
2: uh, Yeah, it's, it's all good. So jet skis, no. the bane of a lot of the fishers' lives, but uh, they're one of the biggest markets. And actually, I was talking to um, BRP yesterday, which is Bombardier, yeah. and the jet skis are the largest selling craft, you know, boats in Australia at the moment. They're selling more jet skis than our boats. Yeah, that's that's correct
3: because... um. A lot of guys are um, actually downgrading from their six metre plate offshore things because they can't get crew and the and the cost of running a big boat like that. And they're actually, um, getting these smaller skis with all the, all the gear on them and going offshore themselves.
2: They obviously didn't watch that YouTube clip during the week with the shark <laughs> coming up at <laughs> <to> the kayak. <contact.
3: laughs> <laughs> well, I saw I saw that. That's that's freaky. That is that's, that's frightening, isn't that. it? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's very popular around this area. Um. Uh, right up from Balmer to the Evanshead, Kingscliff, that sort of area on the real close um, reefs. You can actually access around Potts Hill and that, those real shallow areas. You can actually get out to the really nice grounds there and catch nice snapper this time of year as well. So, um, yeah, but they just got to remember too that there is, um, there is restrictions in operating a jet ski before daylight and after dark. Is there? Okay. Well, um, oh, they
2: don't have nav lights, yeah. do they?
3: No, in Queensland they do. There's a cross border rule there that they can. Run them with the Navlots, um in Queensland, but uh, New South Wales we have a restriction from daylight till um, till dark. Okay, basically,
1: yeah. Right. Adrian, I, I sort of relate this back to surfing and the, the the fights between surf surfboard riders and bodyboard riders. At the end of the day, it's everybody. It's out there to share. But the thing that's sort of and maybe I live in a cocoon. I don't know. But when you look at the jet ski uh, people, they've all got life jackets on. They've yep, got the it right. all the time. And, and how yeah. many people have got it on a boat that don't? No, they do. There's a lot that no, don't. The vast majority do. The compliance. Oh, absolutely, the
3: vast the, the, the majority compli- for sure. Their
2: compliance rates will over ninety percent, isn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's um, it, it's a it's a good one with the um offshore safety rules with a jet ski as well. You know, you're not required to carry all the gear that you have in the boat, obviously it's because of the size of the craft, but. Um, a lot of the jet skiers I talk to in the area here, everyone goes overboard safety wise, especially when they're fishing yeah. on their own. Yeah. A lot of these guys are going out forty fathoms.
2: Yeah, I look. Um, I agree yeah. that the, the the people riding jet skis that are set up for fishing are a different mentality and a different setup to the person who's just yes. a social rider on a jet ski. Yeah,
3: yeah. There's um. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of um. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of discussion about that one, but um, yeah. The, the jet ski offshore fishing is really taken taken hold.
1: That's for sure. With a normal, with a normal boat, <laughs>
3: is there any such thing? <laughs> conventional boat. A boat.
1: conventional no, boat, not a personal, not a personal watercraft, not a personal watercraft. How do you know that your boat is ready to go out?
3: Well, that's a, that starts from the trailer to actually getting to the you know to the river. So, you know, it's regular maintenance and and, and um, knowing the weather as well, uh, what's going on. A lot of people just go and do it on a whim and think that it's all going to be cool. They'll go out and this time of year, those really nice mornings where we get those light offshore westerlies and they just keep going because it's so nice and then all of a sudden it's 30 to 40 knots and they never check the weather. Um, you know, being boat ready. It's, it's, it's just um, basic um, maintenance. Knowing and planning what you're going to do for the day and, you know, knowing what's going to happen if something is going to happen weather wise. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, it can turn really quick these days.
2: Yeah. Okay. No, it's no, good. Hey, look, we malign the jet skiers a lot of the time. But the, the, uh, as I said, the ones that are pure fishers are very good. Some of the others just go round and round a circle. They feel like a mosquito. But they're having fun. Yeah, like a mosquito. You want to swat them. <laughs> yeah.
3: They're, they're all entitled to be on the water. That's ain't right. They? Yeah. That's the thing. But, yes. um, you know, it's um yeah, you might you might surprise yourself one day you go down the boat ramp and you'll see a guy that you've seen fishing offshore and a big thirty foot cat for the last twenty years in your local area and all of a sudden he turns up on a jet ski with an Esky on the back. <laughs> Interesting one. Yeah, well
2: Paul Bird who we will to we'll be talking to in a minute, he's got a yeah, jet ski Paul, as well. Yeah, yeah Paul's got yeah. a jet ski as well. Uh, yeah. was there a was there a report of a, a cat going over on the bar at Gamba this week?
3: I it was a catamaran. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sailing one, yeah. 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 Everyone, um, everyone yeah. all right? Yeah. Oh, um, the vessel um, washed up towards um, uh, Woody Head. Yeah. It um, couldn't be saved. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, um, they're keeping a close eye, especially for debris and stuff. Yeah. Skippers around that area should probably be, be wary that there is stuff floating around probably still from the vessel that, um, that sunk.
2: Okay. As cool. long as everyone's alright, that's a, that's the main thing.
1: Lesson learned the hard way.
2: Adrian, thank you very yeah. much for your time this morning. Very informative. You enjoy yourself oh, up no. there in the warm weather. Oh no,
3: it's um it's getting cooler, I reckon. It's now <laughs> nine degrees at Balma and that's not that's pretty unheard of very often here. <laughs> okay. Balmer, beautiful.
2: <laughs> okay, Adrian. Thank you very much. No okay, bye. <laughs> Adrian Milkworth, Transport Roads and Marathons. We'll take a break and back with Paul Burt.
0: Afternoons with Brent Boltitude.
1: I would suggest in a couple of years' time, what we're paying today for our energy bill, in a couple of years' time it'll be double. I
4: think
3: you're being a bit kind by saying twice. I think it's going to be far in excess of
1: that. These are the sort of things that the politicians aren't talking about. The politicians need to, to think about and talk about cost of living. That's what people want politicians to concentrate on cost of living, not all this other crap.
2: 2SM Sydney with Brent Boltitude.
0: OMF After the big game, every sports fan deserves to kick back and relax and what better way to do that than with a mattress from OMF. Get ready to unwind in style with the ultimate in comfort and relaxation. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to OMF and check out their game-changing range of mattresses. Shop online or at over 50 locations nationwide, 100% Australian designed and owned. O-M-F. Where comfort meets sport. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more.
3: G'day, Brandy here. Business owners serious about finding good apprentices don't waste time posting job ads that don't work. MEGT's got real people who can help write a winning job ad and post it online for free. With offices in every state, MEGT finds great candidates no matter where you are. They also have an excellent team of mentors to help your workforce keep their eye on the ball. So visit megt.com.au today. They'll help you find the right key position players for your team. That's megt.com.au. Hey, it's Candy here. As a presenter in the world of sport, I see many powerful performances. Now, thanks to Azito, we're helping power your next DIY project. Did you know Azito's 18-volt range is powered by Einhell? German-designed quality, driving, innovation and performance. So you can power over 85 cordless tool and garden products with the same battery. Azito, powering DIYers all day, every day. Exclusively available at Bunnings Warehouse.
1: G'day, Merv Hughes here. New Farm's been there for Aussie growers for 100 years through prosperity and heartache, drought and flame, through the unprecedented and through innovation. New Farm's high-quality crop protection products are formulated right here in Australia because Aussie growers are tougher together through choosing Australian. New Farm understands local conditions and the importance for Aussie growers to have the right products at the right time. New Farm, Australian through and through. To learn more, visit newfarm.com.au.
0: 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM
1: and the Super Network.
0: Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If
1: only I could go. Well, welcome back to High Tide. Time to step outside with Paul Burt, so to speak. Good morning, Paul. How are you?
5: Gentlemen, I am fine and dandy on this fantastic start to the weekend. We are in for a gold sovereign day today there. Blakey. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's such a good day. It's I, I don't know what's Sydney like today. Is, is Sydney got any cloud? Because we have got zero cloud. No,
2: on. no, no cloud today, southwesterly. But hang on a sec.
5: Yeah.
2: Old sovereign day. Uh, you must be plugging a new product you've got. <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, but it's about to hit the shelves. Absolutely. It's a hand cleaner. Basically, it's a hand slash fragrant that anglers will love like when you go fishing and your missus you come home and your missus says why are you smelling of prawns or pilchards or squid or if you go and buy your bait from the local shop whether it's anaconda or a servo or your tackle shop is you get that you touch the bait and it stinks all over your hands and then you might be going out for you know whatever and so uh, tweed it's 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 through tweed bait and um these i've got six different flavors and scents that uh, will be available in uh in most of their leading stockers around the country. And you just um, buy a tube of this, rub it on your hands, and your hands will smell like... Whatever you want them to smell like.
1: Sense probably the better word because uh, it's not about drinking the pina colada. It's about rubbing it on your hands to get rid of the fishy smell, right?
5: (laughs) That's exactly right. I've got mango and all these different flavors. Oh, dear. I I got told that the northern Queenslanders won't buy mango because they they hate the smell of mangoes because they drop on their front lawn. And and then the banana smell, they reckon they won't sell because people don't like bananas on their boat. Well, that's a fallacy, isn't it? So anyway, we've we've learned
2: their way around do you know why that's about, why they don't like bananas on the boats? Why, why? No, what it came from, when they used to take bananas on the boat, all the rest of the fruit and veggies used to go off very quickly. Oh, yes, because yes, of, of the, Because the gas it releases, it ripens the other fruit. So that's yeah. why you don't take bananas on boats.
5: And that's, uh, uh, you know, I, I was told that um, that bananas float. Well, don't, bananas don't float, do they? They sink like rocks. I haven't tried. Well... <laughs> I remember when I was in Papua New Guinea, I was uh, I had to go to the to the loo. or fishing on on a mate's big boat, and 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 I came out. My rod was buckling. I'm thinking, oh my god! And I, I played this thing up and down. And the boat's listing to the left and to the right, and I played and I pulled up about a sixty kilogram bunch of bananas. Idiot! <laughs> <laughs> hooked, hooked this ginormous bunch of bananas that we had on the back of the boat that was just hanging there, and it just went run ripe and you ripped it off. Right? They tied my hooks and lines around it and dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> I love
4: that.
2: That's gold. <laughs> Look, it's all right if you do that with the bananas if they're out separate, but if they're anywhere near the other, other fruits, and I'll get the name of the gas, I can't remember what it is. Um, it's it's it ripens everything
1: very quickly. An so old if you want to ripen tip, avocados yeah, and things, you can use that. Yeah. Because an old cooking th- tip is to if you've got, you know, um other other fruit that that needs to ripen up, you put it next to your bananas so that that happens. That's, That's right. right.
5: The the actual gas, I've just Googled, the the gas that it's called is called the GB gas, and it's called the grand Balling gas because it knocks the hell out of everything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like it's full of hot air. (laughs) Oh, dear. True. See hey, how um, how yeah. used to I am of being bashed about by Blakey? I, I start bagging myself out now. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. what's happening? <laughs> ethylene. Ethylene Effluent ethylene. 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 more like. Let's have a look at what's happening out on the water, uh, Paulie. What are you what are you what are you suggesting for this weekend might be the go? Well,
5: mate, I'm um I'm gonna suggest anything that's offshore today because there's a little bit of swell pushing through. It's coming in from the southwest direction. Um, sorry, the south-southeast direction. The winds are southwest direction. <laughs> there's no swell from the southwest, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> not in Queensland, there's not.
1: Happen. A difficult not one to no surf. surf.
5: Maybe the WI coast, but look, we are uh, got to a south-south-east swell, so it's uh, it's quite big out wide thanks to that big low that's really hammering down in the Tasman still over towards New Zealand. So uh, we've got this swell pushing in. It's missing a lot of the coast, but we're still getting a wraparound effect and a bit of a ripple effect of a metre, a metre and a half to two metres cracking on the bars on the sets. So be aware of that. You've got a very small mid-morning high tide, so bar crossings will be great. I think it'll be good. Just be aware be, be aware. Uh, wear your life jackets and log on to your local authorities, of course. Uh, But, mate, there's going to be some good catches of Mulloway on the wrecks and reefs at the moment, particularly on the uh, artificial reef off the Gold Coast just northeast of the Seaway. Uh, I'll be using live baits there quietness is the key to success here everybody for anglers out there who want to give this a crack and for those anglers who know what i'm talking about is that um you go out there with uh, say the yamaha hellmaster click 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 your fish will shut down you drop down a chain on your anchor clankety clankety clank the fish will shut down so you've got to be quiet because it's such a high pressured area of fishing that the fish will come but you've got to be really quiet to make them bite and have them just feel in a safe environment. Um, if you're making too much noise, they'll shut down. You'll see them on your sounder, but they just won't feed. So um, quiet is the key. So also try the wrecks up off the Jumper pin, the cotton reef, cathedral reefs, all those areas there, even the 24s off uh, Point Lookout. The sevens will be holding still a few wahoo at the moment up off um, South Passage Bar off Morton. Uh, been some nice-sized reds coming through or snapper on the 36 and 42 fathoms. Baku Baku gr- jigs, the Shimano uh, imitation squid jig, Th- those things are red hot. The boys have been getting quite a few and the girls out there having a crack. Uh, plenty of broom in the estuaries at the moment, guys, and loads of loads of flathead. Gee, there's been no shortage of flatties about. And squid. Did some good squid fishing this week. Um, before the rain came, we had 185 millimetres falling last Monday, Monday evening into early Tuesday. A lot of water in a short amount of time. Gave it a good flush, but the, everything's cleared up now. And the fishing is really sunny to ramp up. But the arrow squid are not a squid you generally catch off the bank. Um, they're more of a, a, a not like the tiger squid or the calamari squid. They're more of a, a deep water channel, and they're very very ferocious in the sense that when you get one, they you'll get five. You know that they are a real uh, ferocious feeder, and and they're quite an aggressive feeder as well. So the arrow squid they're great to eat. Uh, unlike the um, the calamari squid or the tiger squid the arrow squid have two small uh, flaps on the end of his tube whereas the calamari squid or the tiger squid generally runs the length of the tube um if you want to get the larger calamari squid they are off the rock walls i did that the other night when we went uh before the rain off the rock wall on the seaway and we picked up a bunch of good quality squid there uh on pink zephyr squid jigs orange is also a a, a good one um I use the Zephyr range there, There's Shimano range as well, but they, they've they got the flash boost within. So if you've got any moonlight or any spotlight or any street lights or any lights around that area, that's attracting the baitfish, that's in turn tracking the squid, is that um, the flash boost has, it's like a little mirror that shimmers left and right on, the, on a spring within the actual jig and it just reflects light back and, and, and they love it. They love it. So that, that's something that I'd be definitely be using. Um, we're going squid fishing again today and having a crack out there today should be good. And uh, and also, um, you know, I'm going to leave the offshore grounds alone today and, and let the uh, let the other boys have a crack at that at the moment. There's some big amberjack out there, some big kingfish as well on the 42 and 50 fathom grounds if you're keen to have a crack at that. Um, I, I've got to say as well, and, and that is, that's from the Gold Coast all the way up to the sunny coast. Those wider 36, 50 fathom regions, good fishing in close, Float line, drop the weight of your of your, of your your uh, float line rig uh, and you're going to find that the snapper and the Jew and the tusk fish will feed on that rig. If you're dropping down a pound of lead at a Pat Noster, good luck. I'd be going for a, like a, a size three to a size five ball. Uh, drop that down onto a, a gang hook with your, a nice um, WA pilly on it and just, just float it down nice and gently. Even go to a size one or a size two ball sinker if you're in 18 or 24 fathoms of water. And it might take you three or four minutes to get down, but, geez, you'll get some good fish on the run as well. Um, Paul, Paul, just
2: mate. going back to the squid for a minute, for yes. someone who hasn't been squid fishing before, what's yes. the correct way to fish for the squid?
5: Good, really good question, mate. Um, there's anyone, my dog can fish for squid. You know? Barney,
2: <laughs> come on, show me.
5: <laughs> there's no there's no movement there's no movement um, you cast out. Um, if you're fishing in five foot of water you keep your jig one foot of water one foot above the bottom you're in 10 foot of water try and keep your jig three foot above the bottom. Um, so you keep your rod tip up a little bit and there's no jerking jigging action. you just let it sink down a bit and then wind in slow. not so you tap in the bottom you want to keep it off the bottom and just wind in at a steady pace. And then you'll feel like you've got a snag and your rod then arcs over as the squid is pushing away and propelling all the water out of its jet stream, out of its tube. So your rod will then start going, it'll pull over like a rubber band, releasing again, forward, back, forward, back. And he's hooked up. Got to keep the pressure on him at all times. Got to keep the pressure on him at all times for the simple reason is there is no barbs on the actual hooks. So if you release, and they are so smart that if they take the jig further down into their tentacles near their beak, they have a parrot beak for their mouth, is that they'll actually use the other tentacles to grab beyond the jig itself and re- and pull the jig back into them and then release their tentacles and off they get. Very smart things. Um, generally with the, uh, with the larger, like your arrow squid and your, and your calamari squid, is that they'll use the two longer tentacles to, to project out and grab the jig so uh they're the ones you normally pulling in on so you don't want to have a tight drag you want to have a mediocre drag so they can still pull drag absolutely but don't go too tight because if you continue to wind there's a good chance you know it's only squid that you could rip the um the hooks out of their out of their uh, out of their flesh and you don't want that to happen cooking wise salt and pepper calamari crumb calamari asian salt calamari i mean it's just an awesome way to do it when you go to clean them I'd be putting them on ice. Personally, I put them straight into a bag and I put them into the fridge, and uh, and that allows them just to set. Uh, what that means is they become a lot more easier to skin and take the skin away from the tube. Like putting your thumb under the flap, push it in, and then just wheel your your thumb around the, the tube itself, and, and it'll all come off. Pull the head off, turn him inside out, take all the scrape all the guts out, and he's ready to go. Cut the um, with a pair of scissors or a knife. Cut in front of the parrot beak, just in front of his eyes. And, uh, and then cut the tentacles into about an inch and a half, two-inch long pieces, and uh, and eat those as well. They're absolutely divine.
1: Okay, that's mate uh, me and, hungry, Blakey. And we're going for breakfast?
2: We are. And the trick is don't cook them for too long.
5: No, sir. Mate, I, I did a, I did a little hit on my phone the other day there too, Blakey, and um, it was less than a minute. So the time I had them in the pan, like uh, a deep-fried them, um, it was 58 seconds from yeah. when they went in, and I pulled them out, and they were yeah. ready to be.
2: 58 You're seconds. Not- you're not trying to brown them or anything. You're just trying to get that opaque color in them and it's done. Correct. And when they
5: float up, that's it. It's a good key. Yeah. If, you, if you put them in deep fryer, let them float and then you know that they, they're cooked straight away. Don't let them hang in there for too long. They'll get like a burnt onion ring. Um, yeah. and, and the other thing is, if you, if you catch a really big cuttlefish, maybe, because I like eating cuttlefish, they're quite a beautiful, um, uh, um, what are they called, cephalopod. Um, but what, what you'll find is they get really thick like a boot so yeah. maybe just put them in some milk overnight or in a a a flat uh, tray and either put some um, kiwi fruit over the top or or something like that I always used to use kiwi fruit because it has an acid acidity level to it unlike lemons lemon will just eat away your your calamari uh, tube and you'll have nothing left so it's a little less on the acidity level but it's enough to tenderize it enough for a couple of hours or milk overnight and it'll coming out the next day do like you a,
2: score uh, do you score them at all
5: yeah i did uh, i did a pineapple score the other day as well so with some of the um Kalen, uh, cleaned the arrow squid and he cut up the tube so i had this one large piece of flap of squid so i, I scored it um uh, really close i didn't cut all the way through uh, i yeah. just scored it all the way down about uh, probably five mil each uh, between each score all the way from one side to the other with your knife sharp knife is a key And then I turn them around, same side, and go the opposite angle. And then I cut it into, like, pieces of, you know, two inches by three inch, and they just curled up beautifully.
1: Mm. Mm. Lovely. You mentioned pineapple there too, Paul. Uh, The the chemical that's uh, in pineapple is also a meat tenderizer as well. It's the same chemical as in kiwi fruit. Basically, your meat tenderizer you buy out of the shop. Yeah. Um, is just is just pineapple juice with the flavor taken out of it.
2: Is, is that the same tenderizer
1: in pina colada? So that you wash your hands <laughs> off. <over afterwards? laughs>
5: tenderizer in all booze, Blakey.
1: Well, Blakey, it is breakfast time. Time for us to head down for our salt and pepper squid and pina coladas.
5: Oh, I love it. We can
1: do that. I've got to put one
5: quick word out. I know we've got to go in short of time, is that um, the Coast Guard base here at Labrador, we did our weather for um, for Queensland and Gold Coast last night for Channel 7 there, that some person, they caught him on camera, came up in there um, in a kayak and stole the uh, the stainless steel props off the back of the boat. Oh,
2: grubs. Oh. I mean, it and, grubs. It oh, it man, grubs. it's
5: disgusting. I've just got to say, if you're listening, you don't deserve to listen to the show, for one, so bugger off. And, and two, is... <laughs> like how if you're out there and say you're out with your family or yourself or something and you get an accident happens and you're in the water and they get called
2: up that's right
5: the the next minute they they can't go anywhere because they've got no prop and that could be one o'clock in the morning it's ridiculous Mm.
2: don't do it no no they work hard to get everything they've got and they're there to help people so if you know who did it please let the police know
5: a- absolutely. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll let um, Kieran know. He's up here in
1: Queensland. He'll come <laughs> <laughs> That sounds dangerous. Hey, Paul, thank you very much for your time this morning. We'll look forward to catching up with you tomorrow.
5: You betcha, guys. Thanks very much, everyone. Thanks, day.
1: Paul. day good value wouldn't I've got a uh, couple of props I can sell you cheap if you need, buddy. <laughs> good on you. Now, did you have something for me? Question? Oh, I can wait till tomorrow. Can wait till tomorrow. Thank you for listening around. At the same
2: time, same channel tomorrow. As here would say, the... keep your eye on the sky and safe boating, Taking everyone.
0: Our on the bridge Hoping for that red fin One pound to put in Mama's fridge Where the wobbler and the dragon fly Knew us like they knew the river bend But as sure as yappies bite your toes This boyhood story had to end